and I don't go to a job. I get to do what I've always wanted mm. to do since I'm five years old. That's the only thing I've ever, ever known to do was right. to, how to help people and in what capacity. So I continually, you know, go to school and do a lot of CEUs every year. But to stay convicted in those core values of not only being passionate, but to be consistent. And mm. I find many business owners are not consistent. So you have the same hours. You open the same time every day. You do. You have the same methodology of consistency as the underbelly of your facility or business that you own, as opposed to being flighty or shoddy. Right. And I, I think that consistency for me uh, and my organization is one that adds to patient care because patients want a consistent model mm-hmm. to come to. They yeah. don't want to see uh, employee turnover every other week. Right. They want to see a very specific model. And uh, that's that's what we focus on as well. That's great. Well, we have so much to talk about uh, today, eating by design and mm-hmm. uh, um, a number of other topics. I know you're a busy guy, wife, children, church, and uh, so much else going on and so much to cover today. So uh, stay tuned, audience. Get your pads and pens out. Uh, we got a lot to cover and uh, some powerful information coming up to you on Tandem Path, um, Tandem Radio Live. Don't forget, tandemradio.com. All your resources are there. and enhancement features. Then joy, comfort, and peace in your life, no matter what comes your way. So stay tuned here on Tandem Radio Live. We'll be back right after these breaks. Very radio light of the word uh, tsunami. Mm. It it was coming. Uh, Anyone who studies epidemiology saw that there were epidemics in healthcare coming, type 2 diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, heart disease. Right now, 50% of Americans die in heart disease. Another third die from cancer. Mm. So, you know, when we look at the cost of chronic illness, 78% of all of our healthcare visits to our doctors, 78%, that's, you know, three out of four visits to our doctors are based for chronic illness. And a lot of chronic illness is man-made, a lot of this stuff. So the word where I was going to with healthcare was really personal responsibility. Personal responsibility now, we were talking about this 20, 30 years ago, mm. but in many times the finances have to catch up for, for it to take reality. Right. The, the reality of the situation is you've got an, a tsunami of cost that is right, non-attainable. It's, it, it's something that is going, it is breaking as we're speaking, and everybody's mm. running around trying to stick Band-Aids on it. And all of the Band-Aids are great, but at the end of the day, what about the personal responsibility of taking care of ourselves with all of this fragmented information to avoid chronic illness? And when you have chronic illness, typically you have to manage that chronic illness for decades. Mm. And the cost of managing that chronic illness is where America finds itself today. Right. And that's the pr- my primary focus when I look at the healthcare model. When I look at this huge model that's being laid out, is what about chronic illness? Mm. How do people become empowered to make better decisions and to take better control of their eating habits, their stress habits, their exercise habits, based upon God's anatomy and physiology, right, right, right. not Sally who has some blog somewhere, right, right. but based upon God's anatomy and physiology, the way we're designed to eat, the way we were designed to exercise, the way we were designed to process stress. Mm. There is a design there. He gave us the manual. Just read the manual because right. it's in the manual. And in that manual of anatomy and physiology, those boring subjects that got <laughs> science nerds like me love, you know, biochemistry and anatomy and physiology and histology and pathophysiology, in this world, there is an actual plan to mm. the way we're supposed to be taking better care of ourselves. And so we, we, we're now uh, up against this enormous uh, financial tidal wave of the baby boomers now who are all 
going into those years. And the majority of healthcare is spent in the later years of life managing chronic illness. And when you say chronic illness, you're talking about things like diabetes, for example. Correct. Type 2 diabetes. Type two. And I'll give you a classic example of this. When I went to school, Glenn, uh, I learned diabetes as type 1 or adult onset type 2 diabetes. Mm. The CDC renamed adult onset type 2 diabetes to just type 2 diabetes. Do you know why? Because children get it now. So mm. you can't call it adult onset anymore. Wow. So our children, and if you look at the statistics of the rapid rise in type 2 diabetes and obesity over the last 30 years, well, the statistics are free at the CDC website. Go look them up. And you look at that, and there's a cost associated with that. Sure. And that right now, we have the greatest, and I agree, our medical traumatic people, our medical professionals are amazing. We are the best in the world. I break a leg. Someone, God forbid, has a heart attack. Something happens. Our EMTs, our hospitals, our traumatic care, saving lives, nobody's better than the United States. Mm. But managing chronic disease, that's a whole other thing. Mm. That's, that's not health care. That's sick care. Like, right. So don't confuse the word health and the word sick. God has a very clear plan of health, How, what health is. Health is emotional, it's social, it's spiritual, it's physical, and all of those components coming up together to make one's health, mm. as opposed to sick. I have type 2 BDs, take this medication, go home, next patient. And not right. be, you know, so you have to look at it. We like, I like to look at it from a multidimensional perspective and connecting all the dots, not just take the metformin and go home. Mm. So when, when I look at healthcare, it really does come down to this. I think this huge 800-pound gorilla in the room, which is chronic illness, where it's coming from. The food manufacturers have a responsibility in this too. Local farming. I mean, we all should be very much into local farming. I agree with you there. You know, just these men and women who have local farms here, right here in the Garden State. Right. We should be using our dollars and going to them and buying their produce and mm. their fruit. Right? That that's where it should. That's what we should be doing. God gave us this agricultural design. We're farmers. All of us are designed to wake up at five o'clock. Right? Marry right. the girl up the street. Have ten kids go out and farm the fields, <laughs> right. you know, and, and go to bed early, right? right? That's what we're designed to do and use our bodies throughout our day for physical motion. And we've gotten really away from that design in, mm. in our country. When you look at many people, they, they drive to work, they sit behind a desk eight to 10 hours, they right. come home, what do they sit behind the TV and then they go back to bed again. Mm -hmm. And it's really living in a state of non-motion. Right, right. Well, you know, you, you, you covered so many things in there. You went back, uh, it's amazing because there are so many things to cover and I know we're trying to get it done in a, a short time period. You know, it's amazing because I, I think a lot of this has to do with right out of scripture, free will, you know, choosing in many cases. And it's funny you mentioned, uh, you know, about the diabetes thing, it's not funny, but um, I'll never forget one of my friends um, was coming on with diabetes and the doctor said, well, you know, if you, if you change your diet, if you do this, if you do that, you eat less sweets, all the stuff, um, which we're going to talk about at the end of the show. I know you have some uh, eating by design tips, which I'm real excited. Stay tuned for that because Dr. James uh, has got some great stuff there. But um, I'll never forget when he said to me, uh, yeah, the doctor said, if I don't change my diet and do these things, I'm going to have to go on insulin and start taking shots, you know? And at a certain time he said, you know what? I'm, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to start taking the shots. You know, and I said to myself, man, I mean, here, here's somebody who can't even, he's so, and I'm not saying him particularly, but people are so in that mold today sure. to sure. say, you know what, well, you know what, I want to eat what I want to eat. I want to poison my body. I don't want to exercise. I want to do what I want to do. I want to sit in front of the TV and be a blob. And, and if you ask somebody that, they go, no, that's not me. But, you know, in essence, that's what they're saying. They're casting all that off and saying, give me a pill. 
Yeah. Give me a pill. Give me a pill. I mean, we make in, in my circle of friends and, and many of the clinicians at this point, when you look at even SSRI drugs like uh, Wellbutrin and Prozac, and there's places for these medications. But yeah. when, when you look at the amount of this that's being right. used in our society to, to treat uh, patients, when you look at the amount of medication, you probably know this, Glenn, America is by far, by far the most drugged group of people in the world. Sure. So we use, and medication is wonderful. I'm not anti-medical at all. There's great places for it. But when you look at how much of it is being used right. and dispensed, the easy way out is to take the the whatever. It, mm. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's very much needed. But I think the discernment of when it's needed and when to take action and use, mm -hmm. right, more of a personal responsibility model to get away or use less of it managed by our medical teams, you know, is 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 a uh, is a good model to look at. Well, it's amazing. I think the prescription drug addictions are something that are just, you know, number one, they're out of control. But number two, they're so undernoticed. I mean, so many people, and I've even had friends who are taking prescription drugs, and I know they're addicted, and they sit there and say, well, the, I can't be addicted because the doctor's giving it to me, you know, but they're going to three different doctors and getting them. You know, it's amazing, you know, uh, what goes on. And again, you know, God gives us this free will to decide, and uh, it, it's amazing. It's just like Adam and Eve in the, in the garden, you know, when they picked the, made the wrong choice. But um, it's incredible how so much of this information is out there, and people like yourself are speaking wisdom and giving people the opportunity. And again, I'm not talking about, you know, the average, uh, you know, stray. I mean, we all have those uh, yeah, occasional no, needs, and but lifestyles. Yeah. That's where the balance comes in. In wellness at work, for instance, I, I probably lecture to three to 4,000 people a year through that program. And, you know, we do a survey form at the end because I, I write a lot. Mm -hmm. I write for the newspapers and I'm obviously writing new programs every year. Uh, PowerPoint programs. And part of it is reading what people have to say. And, you know, unanimously, I don't care if it's a CEO of a company, you have hundreds of people in the audience. It's just what you read in the survey forms is, I didn't understand the very basic principles of biological sciences. Mm. I didn't understand the basic principles. And that's where we have to start is what are the basic principles? I have five children, my five kids ages two to 11. We said, we said, and he has, and I would married to the greatest woman in the world. But when, when, I, when I look at just some basic principles of understanding the difference between food and treat, this mm. is a treat, this is not food, this is a treat. Um, and I think that we have to go back to that design. Many of us have to, as in somebody who's a health educator, when I educate them, educate them on what is the physical design, the nutritional design, the psychological design, the stress management design. Stress is a very good thing. We're designed to process stress, but we're not designed to harbor in so much stress that what it creates are symptoms and problems and diseases. Mm. And that, and when you look at even the cardiology research as to a primary factor in heart disease, is stress. Mm. Well, there's so much more to talk about. We have, uh, I know uh, James has promised to give us some uh, eating by design tips, and uh, we're going to talk about Prudy and Press and some of the things he's written. So stay tuned. We have a lot more to cover here on Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn DeLake and your host here each Saturday uh, from 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time till noon. Again, welcoming uh, not only our listeners on the Bridge FM and all six of their channels, but also um, on the Internet. Uh, we get many calls from around the country, and we appreciate those and love your emails. Don't don't hesitate to send uh, your questions to info at tandemradio.com. Uh, we'll do our best to answer those questions on the air or sometimes even gear a show towards it. I know uh, many times I meet people when I'm out networking and they say, when are you going to do a show on this and show on that? Well, I'll tell you this much, it's coming. So stay tuned. we got a lot more here for you.
The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. CSA V-Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let CSAVSystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. CSAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, CSAVSystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live, the good news on business. We talk each week about God's Word and how it fits into your business and how it helps you uh, in your daily walk, not only uh, in your personal life, but in your business life as well. Next week, just a heads up, we got a great show coming next week. We're going to be talking about the uh, farm and horse industry here in New Jersey. We have some actual guys that actually are out there doing it every day to talk to you about that industry, and uh, it's going to be an exciting time. I'm looking forward to that. But today we have Dr. James Prudian, who's the owner of Natural Healthcare Center, and uh, what a facility it is. It's an amazing facility. If you haven't seen it, uh, you can catch a link to his website on tandemradio.com and check out more about 
what he does and uh, how he does it. Um, and, of course, you could always listen to this archive show. Uh, Dr. Prudian has been on with us before. You can go to the uh, website and listen to the previous show and, of course, ties into this show as well. We're talking about health care, the business of health today on the uh, Tandem Radio Live. And, uh, Dr. Prudian, we're, we're jumping into our next topic, and that is um, what's the big differences you see between health business and uh, other businesses? I know this is a show about business, a lot of business owners listening. Uh, sometimes they say, well, you know what, medical is its own, you know, distinct thing and we're different, you know. How, what do you see as far as the comparison between running a health company and the general running of other companies? Well, I think there's, there's a ton of similarities. I mean, for every business has, you know, IT, you have HR, you have, you know, all of the basic foundational things that any business should have, mm-hmm. office management, uh, to equipment, to supplies, to how to keep inventory, you know, all of those things. Now, those things, which I'm kind of throwing off to the side, are very important because right. that's the stability or the foundation of any good, solid business. I don't care if it's a two-person business or a 2,000 business. There's the foundation of a business. Um, I think, th- well, what I've seen with other types of business is healthcare requires a great deal of compassion. <laughs> Not to be fluffy, right. but, you know, compassion is one of those words that um, is elusive, and mm. it's very clear what compassion is, biblically, biblically. But in our world, when you look at compassion and honesty and integrity, they all have various meanings in the world, but they don't have different meanings biblically. So mm. God has laid out a very specific plan for us there. In healthcare, compassion goes a very long way. I mean, to be a healthcare provider without compassion, mm. that is just foreign to me. It would be very difficult to wrap my arms around that. So I, I think that the from a from a and you just I didn't hear this question prior to today, so I'm on my feet here. <laughs> but that's the one that right out of right out of my my belly tells uh, I'm coming with is that that is a, and I think a lot of business owners have great compassion for the people they're dealing with for whatever service that they're selling. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I want a, a gal or a guy who has a hairdressing salon have a great deal of compassion for the people. Um, in this, where you're dealing with very intimate. Um, information, somebody sitting there literally in tears about what's happening in their life. Um, compassion, I think, is is, a, is an important component that no healthcare provider should be without. That's a great point, compassion. Do you think the healthcare industry is losing that with all the technology mm-hmm. and all the things? I mean, yeah. I'll give you an example. I, I was talking to a doc, and, and he said there's a new software program out that, that actually prompts the doc uh, what question to ask. And when he checks those questions off, it actually goes to the billing that he could bill more because he got these questions. But mm-hmm. do, you, do you see this systemization as healthcare? You know, uh, obviously, we won't get into the government trying to get us into socialism. That's another story. But um, do you see that compassion waning? I think if you talk to any doctor out there, from car- I just had a conversation conversation with a cardiologist friend uh, a couple of weeks ago. And there, it, it comes down to one word, which is regulation. The more regulation that's being placed upon doctors mm-hmm. that requires more of that type of work, right. I have to say that maybe compassion, your, your heart, maybe that does get a little bit affected. But mm-hmm. the doctors that I know have a great deal of compassion. They love their patients. They want to care for their patients. That's why they go to school so long. And then you come over here and you have to be a business owner. Right. And I think there, there really is, it's a very good question because that part of going from doctor to business owner is where it gets a little gray. Right. Certain doctors can deal with it. Other doctors, I think, have a hard time with it because they really do just want to treat their patients with 100% of their time because we live in an industry that you can't be 80 or 90% accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really can't. You can't go to work. And I know that's, I've, I've read that in various books or various things where they say, you know, run a business and you don't have to do it 100% accurate. You can't be 100% right all the time. And it's right, but 
as a physician or somebody providing healthcare, you really obviously have to try. Right. You don't. You have to minimize mistakes. I mean, yeah. it's a iatrogenic causes, which is pretty. It's a big word. Iatrogenic means you go to the hospital with a condition, and the patient dies in the hospital from something not related to the condition they went there with. Right. Over a hundred thousand people die every year wow. from iatrogenic causes. Mm. Now, I'm not beating up the hospitals. I'm not beating up. But we have to minimize mistakes. I mean, I think anyone in healthcare would say yes. Let's minimize mistakes. And rightfully so, over the last 20 years, 30 years, we're doing a much better job mm. within our healthcare industry to minimize those mistakes. But we have to be careful of the regulatory work that is placed upon doctors because it's requiring so many more hours of record keeping, of bookkeeping, and dotting the eyes and crossing the T's. Not that that's not important, mm -hmm. but I think there's a gentle balance there because we want our doctors to be trained and to treat us with 100% of their energy. Mm. Let's switch uh, concepts here relative to um, the direct impact on business owners as far as healthcare. Now, we all know we hear about the rising costs. We hear about the healthcare plans. We hear about all that stuff every day. What are some of the unique things that maybe the average business owner is not thinking about that where healthcare is actually going to impact his day-to-day -day business? I think if you own a business, um, every healthcare professional, um, I'm sorry, any professional owning a business has to go look up the word presenteeism. Mm. I mean, they really need to wrap their arms around this word, presenteeism. Um, I lectured I, or I gave a, a speech at the Garden State Human Resource Association um, for a few years, I've spoken there. They have this big annual 500 HR people from around the, all over the country, all over the state, meet at a hotel for a three-day uh, seminar just for HR professionals. And I did an hour and a half on this. And um, it, I think it's it's an underbelly. It's something that uh, a lot of business owners may notice. They might see it, which is you have an employee who's physically present but physically not doing their work effectively, maybe because of a type 2 diabetic situation, maybe because of medication interfering with their work. And that's called presenteeism. Mm -hmm. And it's boatloads of information written about this from HR professionals. So as a business owner, if I had to pass on maybe a little tidbit today, learn about that. Because I think as business owners, we need to be aware of that in our HR department and help our employees. I, I give a lot of credit to some of the CEOs that I deal with that they're building wellness plans in their organizations, not just handing out leaflets and flyers. Mm -hmm. How many people actually read that right. stuff? You know, you get an email, top 10 things to do. How many people actually incorporate that in their lives? Right. I'm an action-oriented person. You know, I'm going to sit knee-to-knee -knee or with a group of people, and let's actually learn this stuff and implement it. And I give a lot of credit to some of the CEOs out there and people who are making decisions to implement real wellness plans in their organization to change behavior that could decrease presenteeism, decrease absenteeism, and eventually drive down healthcare costs. Mm. That is so important. And you're right. I mean, uh, you give employees, you hang posters on walls, you give out leaflets, yeah. and you're not getting anywhere with that. But uh, to be a true, as a business owner, even if you have two or three employees, be cognizant of the fact that uh, people are suffering from illnesses and things of that nature and that there are ways to educate them and that's help what, them. And that's why we have Wellness at Work. Wellness mm -hmm. at Work is to go into that organization and to teach the intent of wellness at work is health education through teaching. The, the, the tagline of, of wellness at work is uh, um, um, longevity. Okay, the key to longevity is through health education. Mm. It's the key. It's understanding. It's understanding what does the longevity model look like, even though it's all in God's hands. But as human beings, we have choices that we make every day, and our behavior will dictate how we feel, how we function, and how long we live. So 
When looking at that model, that's exactly right. How do we incorporate real wellness plans into um, into our businesses as business owners? And it might be as simple as a one-hour lunch and learn where you get that ball rolling. Mm. You might be as simple as taking a people, a group of people out to an event and learning what is real stress management? How do we really drive down stress in the workplace? So these things are out there. Right. You know, just like we do smoking sensation. I don't do it, but yeah. I know, you know, you have the smoking sensation classes out there. These are good things. These are things we, you know, that have been incorporated and actually work. They actually show there's physical evidence that they work. And I think that we all have to be very conscious of that. Mm. You know, it's funny because in small businesses, we kind of are very conscious of it because, uh, you, know, you know, I have a, a, an assistant in the office or a, a service tech in, in the company. And if one person is missing, that's a big hit on the company. Sure. Uh, for that day or that week or whatever. But, you know, some of these companies that have hundreds of employees, like you're saying, I know I walk into a lot of corporate clients and people are at their desk sniffling or sneezing or taking a break or whatever because they're just unhealthy and they don't feel well, but they still come to work because they want to get the pay, but they're still not productive. So that's, that's right. a great point, Doc. And uh, it's so important to get that information. We're here on Tandem Radio Live with Dr. James Prudian. Uh, you can check out his information at prudianhealthcare.com and also connect to the link through tandemradio.com. Our website, just filled with powerful information, previously recorded shows, as well as uh, general information from our sponsors and just helpful notes. Uh, scriptures are on there and other things. You can also communicate with us through tandemradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're here every Saturday morning with the good news on business, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time till noon. Different topics every week, all kinds of exciting stuff coming up. And we're coming in, believe it or not, into our last uh, segment of the hour. And uh, Dr. Prudian's got some great tips for you on eating and health and some other things that I think uh, you'll be real happy to hear about. So stay tuned. we got a lot more coming, especially for those of you who are interested in business. There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, call Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or follow the link to my website at tandemradio.com. CS Savvy Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let CSAVSystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. CSAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, CSAVSystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. 
Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, along with Dr. James Prudian from uh, the healthcare, the Natural Healthcare Center. And uh, we have so much more to squeeze into this last segment. But our scriptures for today, which are so relative and so important. First off, 1 Samuel 16, 12. So he sent for him and had him brought in. And they're talking about David here, young David, before he was anointed. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. I'll tell you, health is so important. When you're healthy and you feel good, it just exudes from you and it gives you that appearance of health, which people love to see. It's kind of a magnet. I know I was at an event last night and I end up talking to a lot of people. One of the photographers came over to me and uh, he said, what is it? How do you, you know, how how do you get to contact with all these people? I said, well, I just feel good about talking to people and I'm confident in what I'm telling them. And uh, he said, you know what? You just exude confidence in what you're doing. And it really does. When you feel good and you feel healthy, you just exude confidence. And that's so important. And God makes it so crystal clear here. I th- It just jumped out of me when I was reading first Samuel mm-hmm. and he talked about David. The first things he talked about was he was glowing with health, you know, and doc, I know you uh, know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm glad that Dr. Prudian's here today because it, it ties right into this Proverbs 12, 8, the words of the reckless pierce like swords. Mm. There's so much misinformation out there and so much crazy stuff. I mean, I was just chuckling with my wife the other day. Uh, we were sitting watching something and they they had one of those infomercials on. They were like a one minute commercial was more like an infomercial. And they were making these unbelievable claims about, uh, I don't even want to get into it, but it was crazy. I said to my wife, how did they legally allow this stuff? And like you were talking about before, some of the foods they have on the market, how they legally allowed it. But Proverbs, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Dr. James, I want to thank you because your tongue definitely has wisdom in it for sure. And um, so let's get back into some of the themes of what we're talking about today. I want to wrap up on uh, a couple of important points and finish up with the eating tips because I think people will be able to take a pen and pencil out and and really get some good insight from you. Let's talk briefly about um, getting the word out and keeping the wisdom flowing. Prudy and Press uh, right is yep. uh, something um, you've been working on. Well, I've done that over the years. Uh, NaturalHealthCareCenter.com is uh, the website to our organization. Um, everything on the site is free. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I do on the site is um, there's a tab called Dr. Prudian's Press. Um, I probably I don't know how many articles I have there, Glenn, but that gives um, uh, I've been those goes out to the local or local newspapers down by down by me. But yeah, I write frequently. Um, I send them out there into uh, into the clouds and see <laughs> who anybody wants to publish them and. Um, uh, I'm going to be getting into some uh, video stuff uh, later this year. I've been asked to do that. But, yeah, I think that health literacy being the key to longevity, you know, going back to that underlying tagline, health mm-hmm. literacy, the key to longevity, and looking at what is literacy. We have to base it upon, again, science and design. What is the design? What is the science behind some of these crazy claims that are being made out there? And using what we have in research nowadays, what is the research in in in, uh, in this field that can be dispensed to people so they can read it, they can understand it, and they could then again incorporate it and take action, mm. taking the action to the proper type of of research and education that we have, as opposed to just understanding it and moving on with our lives. 
that's so, so important. The action is the key. And, and I'll tell you, uh, I've heard people say, you know, pain and pleasure stir people to action, yeah. you know, and I don't know which one stirs them more. But well, it's, And it's funny you said pain. Like, you t- just take a look at 80% of Americans, 80% will be disabled in their life two weeks because of back pain. Mm. So we know back pain is this massive epidemic. It's a massive thing. On the air right now, I'm sure everybody has experienced some, some realm of back pain. And how, if you think about pain in general, how it makes us fatigued. Right. Every day, if people have gnawing headaches and shoulder pain and back pain, it actually taps our energy supply. Mm-hmm. So what your point was about your physical appearance, being confident, it's very difficult to do when you're in a constant state or a chronic state of pain. Right. Now, a lot of that constant state or chronic state of pain is due to the way we're eating and the inflammation model, not just because we have arthritis or just because we have a disc injury. Mm-hmm. It also has to do with the nutritional aspect of our lives. So it's not as simple as just saying, I'm going to fix this thing physically. Let's fix it physically. Let's help it or help it along nutritionally. And look at the, again, going back to the connect the dots model. And that really is what the definition of health is, is bringing all of those components together. And, you know, it's not just the physical health either, right? I no. mean, it's the emotional, mental health as well. I, I, that's why, I mean, that's a whole other thing we can get on for hours. But uh, One of the things I just tell my patients is stop doing, look, stop the scale in the mirror. Forget about the scale and forget <laughs> about the mirror. You know, a middle linebacker to giants is, would be con- called clinically obese. Right. But because they're made up of predominantly muscle, muscle weighs more than fat. So let's get into body composition. Again, going back to design. Mm-hmm. We're made up of water, fat, muscle, right? Not just an air. So our body's made up of many elements, not just gross weight on the scale. So you take it apart literally and going into a body composition, but you have to know how to measure all that stuff. And I know many times you just have to address both. And again, I don't want to go off on that tangent. I know you've referred many clients to my wife's practice, the uh, threekeyscounseling.com. And uh, there's a lot of emotional issues people suffer from and things of that nature as well. And sometimes that that starts with the health issue. Maybe it starts with chronic pain somewhere and goes into an emotional issue or sometimes vice versa. So there's a lot to consider there, and uh, maybe we'll do a show on mental health in, in the near future as well, um, and uh, have my wife on there who's a uh, clinician. But um, it's uh, been great stuff, and there's a, so much more to cover. Let's let's talk a little bit more about the uh, the eating tips. Uh, let's get into um, uh, specifically, you know, I know you and I had a great conversation last time about how there's certain things we're designed to eat yeah. and designed to do. So let's take a few minutes to touch on that. Well, sure. The health literacy, the key to longevity. Let's take a look at design. Uh, just some really simple things that I'll uh, come off of my PowerPoint slides that I've had for years. Eat foods that rot or spoil. Just eat them before they do. <laughs> I know you kind of digest that. Right? So Everybody, repeat that again. Eat, yeah, repeat eat foods that rot or spoil. Just eat them before they do. So, you know, stuff needs to be refrigerated. It's good that foods are kept refrigerated. Right. Oil is meant to be in a refrigerator. Oil is a product, when you think about making oil, that should be in a dark sealed container because it's light sensitive. Mm. So you think about, I'm not gonna name the product, but everybody knows the kind of products that have clear containers. And that's because that oil has been boiled to like 400 degrees and everything inside of it has been killed so it could sit on a shelf forever. Mm. So eat foods that rot or spoil, just eat them before they do. So look at the perimeter of your grocery store where the refrigerators are, right. that's where the foods are. You know, Those are the foods when you look at the design model. Um, eat foods with a lot of color. What I mean by that is avoid white foods. Flour is not white. If you've been to a wheat field in Nebraska, flour is brown. Sugar is brown, okay? Mm. So when we look at white salt, white flour, white sugar, all of these types of foods are generally very bad quality foods, and they have a great impact on our insulin levels, and they have a great impact on our obesity levels. The next one, 
from a physical exercise perspective, I was speaking to a pastor this week about physical exercise. You know, we're really not designed to go to a gym, work out as hard as we can for an hour and go home. Mm. We're going back to the farming method methodology. We're designed to use our bodies in bursts throughout our day. So I had my pastor friend, I give him some advice and I do this with all my patients too. Throughout your day, do five, 10 push-ups. Take periodic breaks and do bursts of energy. Get rid of some of that energy, mm. particularly if you have a desk job. When I go into corporate America, we train people to do what's called micro breaks. Get up at your desk, you're gonna take a 30 second or a 60 second break and do a micro break. The next thing, don't drink your calories. Too many people are consuming too many be beverages that are loaded full of calories. What are we designed to drink, Glenn? Give water. me the answer. That's it. We're designed to drink water. Now, how do I know that? Because I, when I was in the eighth grade, I learned that protein, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, minerals, and water, those are the five essentials to life that mm. God designed us. Without any one of them, we would die. Protein, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, minerals, and water. Okay, mm. so don't drink your calories. And uh, back to uh, the uh, local uh, local farmers. Let's support our local farmers. And if you don't know about grass-fed beef, learn about buying your meats that are grass-fed. Mm. And you can go online. There's a wealth of information about this um, at uh, Simply Grazing. There's a farm down in uh, South Jersey. Uh, there's also eatwild.com, which is a great resource to grass-fed farming. Mm. Um, cows eat grass. You know, they don't eat cornmeal. We've designed them to eat corn. Corn is a grain. It's highly inflammatic. Hmm. So let's go back to the model of using uh, fruits and vegetables and going back to that agricultural model. That's amazing stuff. And what makes it amazing is it's so simple, and it's literally right out of the Word. I mean, that's what God designed us to do, and uh, I'm so glad you accentuated that. And and if you didn't get to write all those down, you're, you're driving right now or something <laughs> of that nature, that's why we archive the show. So when you get home, you can uh, uh, go online in a day or two and uh, find this show and uh, take a look at TandemRadio.com and, and get all this information because, boy, th this is a way to literally live your life uh, when it comes to eating, those simple tips. That, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. foundation. Go back to the foundation. That's excellent. And that's what God wants us to do. Go back to the foundation, which yes. is his holy word. Dr. James, I want to thank you so much for being in today. Thank again, you. the hour whipped by. I mean, you had so much information. We're going to have to have you on again in the future to keep going with this stuff. Uh, I know we've had rave reviews. I know you even said you've heard some great comments about being on the show, and I'm so glad for that feedback. 3 John 2. And I pray this for you, Dr. James, and for your family. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. I'm glad you also brought up about local farmers um, and writing, because I love to write as well. And um, I'm actually uh, being published in three magazines starting May 1st. It'll be a monthly. Uh, we'll have more about it on the show. It's called Business Matters. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, that'll be out uh, in, uh, in print May 1st. And as a matter of fact, my first article is about why shop local. And it's the economic viewpoint of why it's so important Absolutely. to shop local. So uh, people have fun with that. I want to thank our team today, uh, Ray Malaspina and uh, Sarah Gano and uh, the rest of the team that was here today putting it all together. Uh, some of our people are away vacationing. God bless you. Travel safe. Thanks for listening today. My love to my bride. I can't wait to get home to her today. We're going to have a great weekend together. Another one. Uh, thank God. And uh, just I uh, want to wish you all blessings and May God continue to uh, shine upon you and show you his favor. Seek him. Look for his word. Get on your knees often and pray, and he'll guide you in every part of your life. Dr. James, thanks again Thank for you. coming in. You have a blessed week, and we'll be in touch. to the Good News on Business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com.
Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week. And remember, walk with the Lord every day in every way.